When the weather outside is frightful, the Hyundai Santa Fe is, hmm, what's the word? Delightful. Because it's got available H-Track all-wheel drive to make being out together better. Enter for your chance to win the newly redesigned Santa Fe, packed with all the jingle bells and whistles you need to go dashing through the snow together. To enter, visit Amazon.com slash Hyundai or scan the QR code on specially marked red and green Amazon boxes. No purchase necessary. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. So the Democrat Party has become a nonstop gaffe machine. And uh, yesterday, uh, 2020 presidential hopeful Elizabeth Warren had a very, very, very bad day. Hello, everyone. I'm Jim Dawes, and this is Right Now, a journal of news, politics, and culture from an American nationalist perspective. So Elizabeth Warren had the bright idea of taking a 23andMe DNA test, which she then had analyzed by a Stanford University um, geneticist uh, and uh, and the Boston Globe, her hometown cheerleader newspaper, ran a big story that, in fact, she had uh, proven that she had Native American heritage, and uh, and they claimed that she had between one thirty second and one five hundred and sixty fourth Native American blood. Now, if you read the story, it said that uh, in fact twenty three and Me doesn't maintain any um, American Indian uh, data in their uh, in their database. Uh, one, because the uh, Native Americans refused to submit it, um, and two, because uh, it, it's just not a large enough sample to base. But uh, instead of using Native American uh, genomes uh, in, their, in their testing, they use South American uh, and Mesoamerican, um, um, Central American genes. And they use that as a marker. Um, because all of those tribes came across the Bering Strait and uh, and migrated down through North, Central, and South America. So using this, uh, the Boston Globe, um, on a front page, top of the fold headline, claimed that Elizabeth Warren had vindicated herself and that she was, in fact, an American Indian. The Boston Globe, before it was all over with, had to run three corrections. Uh, they said that they had done math errors, and by the time it was all over with, uh, they admitted that uh, the test showed uh, from 164th to 1, 100, uh, 1 and 1,024th a possibility of uh, genetic markers for Mesoamerican blood uh, from Central and South America, which they use for the markers. Now, and they use this, they continued to claim that this validated uh, Elizabeth Warren's claims. But throughout the day, her story just became more and more ragged. Uh, first, when it became known uh, that most Americans have uh, have far more um, uh, of these uh, genetic Mesoamerican markers in their blood than uh, Elizabeth Warren does. Um, if, uh, if you run the numbers, uh, she is claiming the best-case scenario to have less than 1% um, Actually, much less than one percent, less than one tenth of one percent of uh, Native American markers in her DNA. Uh, the average American has over one percent. So, by any measure, um, 
Elizabeth Warren is less American Indian uh, than your average normal run-of-the-mill American who is, uh, is not claiming any American heritage at all. Uh, so by her standard, the whole country would be able to claim pretty much um, a Native American heritage. Uh, she, this puts her in the same boat, by the way, with uh, Rachel Donazal. She's now calling herself uh, uh, Inkichi Diallo. And um, you, you recall she was the uh, the white girl that was pretending to be black and heading the NAACP chapter in uh, in Spokane, Washington. Uh, and it puts her in the same boat as Sean King, uh, the white, whiter than white, a uh, black activist uh, that uh, that pretends to be black on uh, on Twitter. So, a- actually, uh, they are probably more black uh, than Elizabeth Warren is Indian, which is to say, not at all. Um, this this whole claim that she's making is absolutely absurd. Um, and and Elizabeth Warren didn't stop with just letting the um, the Boston Globe carry her water for her. She actually put out a campaign ad. Uh, it's not specifically targeted to her Senate race that's ongoing in uh, in Massachusetts right now. It's more geared toward her 2020 uh, presidential run, uh, which I think at this point she's probably torpedoed. But in this ad, the uh, she's interviewing members of her family from back home in Oklahoma, and it's really hilarious because this is probably the whitest family uh, you may ever see. These are the whitest of the white uh, Okies uh, uh, sitting around talking about um, Elizabeth Warren's Cherokee heritage. Uh, They told, or or Elizabeth Warren goes on in the sad to tell her family myth that her mother, uh, her mother's family refused I'm sorry, her father's family refused to let him marry her mother because uh, she had Cherokee blood in her. So she she threw her uh, parental grandparents under the bus as some, some sort of racists and, um, and conveniently left out of the ad that her mother's uh, great-grandparents or great-great-grandparents, in fact, participated in uh, herding the Cherokee Nation onto the Oklahoma reservations during the Trail of Tears. Probably one of the saddest and most shameful episodes in American history. Uh, The Cherokee Indians were trying to adapt uh, to the new realities in Georgia and uh, and Alabama um, when uh, and staying on the reservations, uh, building their nation, trying to interact uh, with the white settlers when um, when gold was discovered in northern Georgia and they decided uh, that the, the Cherokees just had to go. But um, she told this family myth. She she only told the, uh, the parts that uh, were uh, within the uh, social justice warrior um, heroine uh, tale that she's been telling all along. Um, it omitted all of the shameful facts of her uh, her white uh, Oki family. And all of this is relevant because uh, Elizabeth Warren, uh, when she started making her way up the academic ladder as a, uh, a professor, a, a law professor, and applied to Harvard University, she started out of nowhere putting down that she was of Indian heritage. 
and uh, and she got the job shortly thereafter. Harvard University started bragging in its uh, its publications uh, that Elizabeth Warren was the first person of color on their uh, their uh, law school faculty. It was a, a lie at the time, uh, and Harvard University um, now denies that they ever considered her Indian heritage, her claimed Indian heritage, uh, when they gave her the job. That's not surprising. Harvard University to this day continues to deny that they engage in affirmative action and uh, in racial-based um, hiring and, and recruiting uh, admission policies. As a matter of fact, they're in court right now of uh, denying uh, that they discriminate against Asians uh, in their uh, their uh, admissions policy. But um, Elizabeth Warren also uh, contributed to a, um, a cookbook called Pow Wow Chow, uh, and she submitted several recipes uh, claiming to be a Cherokee Indian. So there's no doubt that uh, Elizabeth Warren has, in fact, claimed over the years to be a Cherokee Indian and put herself out as Cherokee. She says that all of this is based on family lore and her high cheekbones. But the thing is, the Cherokee Indians uh, have a documented lineage, a documented um, a tree, family tree, if you will, uh, going uh, back to before colonial times. Uh, they have to do this because they have to uh, make determinations of who is uh, eligible or tribal membership, and who is not. It's called the Miller List, and it's from the turn of the 19th century, uh, and it uh, it documents all of the people, um, the families that are, in fact, Cherokee, and nobody from Elizabeth Warren's family is, uh, is in there at all. And the Cherokee Indians, as a matter of fact, came out uh, late yesterday afternoon and rebuked Elizabeth Warren for using this DNA test uh, to determine or to claim her Cherokee uh, lineage. Uh, they said it was wrong and inappropriate and that that's not how they do things, that they specifically reject that. And that's largely in a large part because uh, uh, Cherokee Indian heritage, uh, as far as they're concerned, is not based strictly on uh, on DNA. Uh, there was uh, a lot of interbreeding between the settlers and the Indians, uh, both through uh, rape and warfare and intermarriage. And just because uh, you had an Indian in your family or the Indians had a white person in their family did not make you uh, a Native American or a member of their tribe. But um, it's, it's, it's been hilarious to watch. Um, Elizabeth Warren has made a massive fool of herself. I think she realizes that by now. Many other Democrat strategists have come out and uh, rebuked her um, for, for distracting uh, from the party's message as the uh, 2018 midterm elections approach. And this is just uh, another uh, another gaffe by the Democrat Party and one of their 2020 presidential hopefuls. Um, hard on the heels of Spartacus Cory Booker, um, you know, claiming to release classified information that had been declassified, and Pamela Harris making a total fool of herself in her zeal to try to paint uh, Brett Kavanaugh as a, uh, a a perjurer and a gang rapist. Um, oh, uh, oh, also yesterday, Hillary Clinton, uh, not to be outdone by Elizabeth Warren, uh, took to CNN to defend Bill Clinton's um, 
uh, sexual liaison with a 22-year-old intern in the Oval Office. Of course, I'm I'm talking about, um, uh, oh, shoot, what's her name? Uh, Monica Lewinsky. Um, Hillary Clinton said that uh, that was just two consenting adults uh, engaged in uh, in a sexual tryst. So, you know, uh, the president of the United States, arguably the most powerful man in the world, in, uh, preying on a 22, 21-year-old intern when it started, uh, in Hillary Clinton's eyes, is not such an imbalance of power that it constitutes workplace harassment. I think that most of the adherents to the Me Too movement would uh, would disagree with that characterization. But Hillary Clinton is uh, has, has not got the memo. So the Democrats continue to uh, try to work through their identity politics and their, you know, um, uh, feminist, radical feminist uh, bona fides. And at the same time, one after another of their 2020 presidential hopefuls keep sticking their foot in their mouth and, uh, and making a, a mess of it. And on that, I want to talk about uh, these polls that you've been seeing, um, fake polls, I would say, uh, that uh, go right along with the fake news that publishes them, uh, that will tell you that um, the Democrats are elect, about to elect a, uh, a Democrat socialist as governor of Georgia and Florida, Stacey Abrams in, uh, in Georgia and, um, and Gillum, Andrew Gillum in Florida. If you believe these polls, uh, which show uh, Abrams and Gillum up by anywhere from four to six points, I would like you to contact me because I've got some property uh, down in South Florida I would like to sell you. Uh, the chances of them electing a Democrat socialist as the governor of Florida or Georgia are, um, are slim to none. And these polls that they keep putting forward are not designed to reflect public opinion. They're designed to shape public opinion. And they do this uh, because these polls are paid for largely uh, by, by the Democrats uh, in order to try to uh, encourage their base. They oversample uh, Democrat votes and they carefully craft their questions so that uh, they can achieve the desired outcome. As the election gets nearer, watch for these polls to tighten up, just as they did uh, during the 2016 presidential election, so that these polling organizations can try to salvage some of their credibility. They know uh, that these polls are not at all accurate. I predict right now that Brian Kemp will beat Stacey Abrams in Georgia um, by 9 to 12 points, and that uh, Ron DeSantis will uh, defeat Andrew Gillum uh, down in Florida um, by a similar amount, maybe even more. But you, uh, you also had these fake polls they were flogging in Tennessee that showed uh, the former um, governor of the state, uh, the Democrat Branson, um, leading at one point uh, the Republican uh, uh, candidate her name escapes me right now, uh, but they have realized that that is such a lost cause at this point that they're all already getting back right on those polls and showing the reality of the fact that uh, that the Republican candidate is is uh, leading by over ten points. You will you will next you will see uh, the polls in Arizona start reflecting the uh, the polls for the Senate race in Arizona uh, start uh, reflecting that the Republican is in fact not 
trailing the Democrat, that she is beating her uh, quite soundly. So um, there's going to be a blowout in the Senate. I, I, I anticipate that the Republicans will pick up uh, more than a half a dozen seats, at least a half a, do- a dozen and probably more. And I predict right now that the Republicans, if they lose the House, it will be just by a couple of seats, and they may in fact hold the House. Um, they're going to lose. Uh, they're going to lose some of their majority, but as long as they maintain uh, a slim majority, they will continue to uh, hold the um, the Speaker's chair. I mean, the um, yeah, the Speaker's chair and uh, and the committee chairmanships, which will allow them to continue to uh, to. Uh, progress on this America First agenda. I want to encourage everybody to dedicate themselves to getting themselves out to the polls, uh, getting everybody they know that's going to vote to Republican to the polls. We need to keep these mobs, these Democrat mobs in the streets and out of, uh, of the House and the Senate uh, where they could uh, start uh, really taking this country um, back down this, uh, this road to economic ruin Uh, that they did under eight years of Barack Obama. Well, thanks for joining us. If you like the show, please like, share, and comment. And if you're watching on YouTube, uh, be sure to hear that subscribe button. Also, if you're you're following me over to uh, Minds and BitChute, um, uh, be sure to to tell all your friends that as well. We need to uh, start throwing off this yoke of uh, censorship and um, and, uh, lack of privacy uh, that Facebook and Twitter and YouTube are basically based on and move to a, uh, a, a more reliable uh, free speech platform uh, in these alt-tech uh, companies like Minds, BitChute, Gab, and, uh, and others. We'll talk to you later. When the weather outside is frightful, the Hyundai Santa Fe is, hmm, what's the word? Delightful. Because it's got available H-Track all-wheel drive to make being out together better. Enter for your chance to win the newly redesigned Santa Fe, packed with all the jingle bells and whistles you need to go dashing through the snow together. To enter, visit Amazon.com slash Hyundai or scan the QR code on specially marked red and green Amazon boxes. No purchase necessary. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. This episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwanns.com backslash yum for details.